Hello and welcome to another edition of our Sada City Happy Hour Tastings. Thank you for being here as always. I am Marshall Ferguson, but I am not the important person in this conversation. He's on the <laughs> other side of the Zoom box that you see there. As always, Sam Corbet, the brewmaster and the co-founder of Sawdust City Brewing Company, joins me. Uh, Sam, you have a crazy week because you are heading into a -a one-of-a-kind beer event in and around Canada. Explain to people what you're working on right now before we get to the tasting. We're on our way to the Canadian Brewing Awards. Uh, One of the owners of Sawdust is uh, one of his parent companies, also owns the Canadian Brewing Awards. They put these on every year. Unfortunately, last year there was none, so this is the first one in a couple of years. Uh, all the you know best breweries across Canada, they send their beer in and they're judged, and then we all get together for a big party and conference where we talk all things beer. And you know this one's a little bit special because we get to see some people we haven't seen in quite a while. Uh, it's being held in Quebec City, so we're off to uh, the Belle Provence next week, and I'm very excited. It's been a couple years since I've been out there. We're going to make some stops along the way in Ottawa and. Uh, just uh, another brewery between Quebec and Montreal called uh, Alafou in a town called Saint Tite, which is a wonderful place. It's a uh, it's Cowboy Central. It's 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 crazy. It's a very unique part of Canada. If you ever get a chance to stop in there, I highly recommend it. If you like beer, cowboys, and rural Quebec, it's the perfect place for you. And then it's on to Quebec City for the for the show, which we're very excited about. That's great to know because uh, one of, if not the premier football programs at the university level in all of Canada is Laval. And I go to Quebec City for Vanier Cups and for a big U sports matches where it's Laval playing against Montreal. And I have always been a fan of doing, and I'm sure you've done this before, probably in your earlier days, more so than now as a respected member of the craft beer community, uh, where you just do the wander and you're like, ah, maybe I'll stumble into somewhere that has good beer or that has good food. I've always been a fan of that. So there was a time where we actually were covering an East West Bowl, which is like the U sports all-star game in Quebec city. And I ended up uh, just basically leaving the hotel and I'm like, I don't have anywhere to be. It's a Friday afternoon. I'm just going to walk to old Quebec city because it's like 10 kilometers away or something. So I just walked there, made my way past and found a couple of places, had a couple of beers at different spots at a point in life where you could just wander in anywhere without a mask on and have a beer because that feels yeah, so feels, wonderful times. <laughs> feels so long ago. You could just wander in and be like, give me a cold beer. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, Quebec city is an underrated place to just kind of go and, and experience the sights and sound. That's a really cool place to have that event. I know, you know, the CFL's talked about doing some different things in Quebec City as well because it just has this kind of weird magic about it. So I hope that you have a great time uh, at the Canadian Brewing Awards. And again, you say to people that, you know, everybody kind of votes on best beers and gets together to have a party. How does that voting process work? Because, like, can you guys nominate yourselves for things? Do you get put into certain categories? How does that play out? We actually don't ever enter um, because a uh, your owner owns the, the Brewing Awards the optics just aren't good. So we, it, would, I, it would be like I'm FIFA. There. It would be like, uh, you know, somebody corruption at the very top. And all of a sudden yeah. uh, you have Sepp Blatter who is saying, hey, Switzerland, they're actually the World Cup champions. You're like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm there as moral support. I, I love seeing, you know, other brewers and their actions when they win. And I just like hanging out. I usually take part in a few panels and do some talks. And it, just being around the community is that I, I just like being there. Uh, so that's, you know, but the judging itself is done earlier uh the beer gets sent in a couple months before there's different categories for each beer like there's an ipa category there's a bitter category there's a stout category and they're all broken into subcategories and then the judges uh judge each beer against each other in that category under a set of like this is 
what this beer is supposed to taste like. Yeah. And then based on those, the criteria within that group, then a, a gold, silver, and bronze is awarded and it's a blind tasting. Um, and I mean, it would be very hard for us to cheat, but we just feel like it's not worth it to put ourselves in there. So we just sort of abstain and uh, just go for the fun and games of it. And it's an awesome time. And, you know, you're in a room full of, you know, a thousand people just like you. So it's, you know, people who love beer, people who love community, people who love to get together. It's a diverse crowd of Canadians, but we're all, we all share the same passion and it's, it's great to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, I love your stress-free approach to it because I think that's the right way to go. It's kind of like, for me, I don't like to pick football games that I'm calling on television because I'm like, I don't want to have, I don't have a rooting interest. Even in the back of my mind, it's like, I don't, I don't want to be part of this other than to be here and to celebrate whatever is in front of me. So that's a, that's a great way to experience it. Today we have, I got to admit, when I opened up uh, the Sada shipment, what the hell is this? I, ew, everything usually has been coming in tall boys. No, this thing is a monster. This is, as you can see, the big pink. What am I holding in my hands? What the hell did you do, Sam Corvey? This is a very unique beer. It's a, it's a grape ale. Um, it's a style that sort of originated in Italy. Um, it's blending wine and beer together. Uh, so there is no actual brewer's yeast in this beer. It's, we get, uh, about 600 kilos of fresh, uh, grapes from uh, the Malivar, uh, winery in Niagara. Uh, these are their Merlot grapes. Uh, so we get them and we drive them up to sawdust and we shovel in this, you know, just over half a ton into our fermenter and we let it sit there. And what happens when the grapes get pushed and we, we actually we we purge all the oxygen out and leave it in a co2 environment and what happens is the grapes start to crush on themselves and when they, the weight compresses it uh, it sort of explodes out um, the sugars inside and on the nat grape skins are naturally is yeast so that yeast starts to chew this and it's called carbonic maceration so then this yeast starts to chew and it actually starts to ferment oh. and you're left with this yeah, it's a really cool uh, yeah. way to make wine. Uh, we learned about when we started doing this. And so it starts to break down. You're left with these really fruit-forward flavors if you were to have the wine on its own. So what happens once that starts to ferment, we make a beer. And what we do is we just pump in the wort, which is just the sugary liquid before we add the yeast. There's no hops. There's no yeast. It's just the sugary liquid. Uh, so we boil it for about 10 minutes and then add it to this already fermenting sort of like grape skinny juice mixture that's kind of going off and now we have uh active yeast with this wort and then it ferments on its own and you're left with this wine beer hybrid that picks up this wonderful pink color uh so we had gone with other names we started with brose and then decided we didn't want that <laughs> we went, last year we last year we added sumac so we went with rose Russe, which nice. is uh, the french word for uh sumac uh this year uh we went for this is a bit of a, a music reference. Um, yeah, one of the great bands that has partially Canadian, uh, the band, mm -hmm. uh, they, they had an album called music from the big pink. And when I was looking at it, I'm like, it's just a big pink bottle. It's the big pink bottle. And they sort of <laughs> squished it down to that. Um, you know, that was a, that was music that I grew up with. So I sort of referenced subtly. Referenced awesome. That's fantastic. It, well, it's a, I... it's a very unique beer. It's, tart and refreshing it's kind of like lemonade for adults it's very lemony got a lot of strawberry sort of rosy aromas you'll get the wine you'll get the beer 
but it's quite unique and it's very refreshing. Excellent. Well, it's a nice hot day where I am here in Hamilton. So let's give this thing a go. I was also saying to Sam just before I said, I don't think this is a, this is a twist off. I said, oh, I don't, I don't have a bottle opener. So I'm going to try to do the old school off the edge of the table, which I was warned. There we go. Third try. Got, work. <laughs> Look at that. got it done. All good. Um, it is, it, it's amazing too. So tell me what's, what's kind of sitting in the bottom here that people, I'm not sure if you can really tell on camera, but um, when you're pouring, you uh, there's some noticeable stuff in the bottom there. What are we looking at? So that's some sediment that yep. as the grape skins like started to come apart, some of the, I, I think it would be some tannins or whatever, but it's just sediment that falls to the bottom. And over the, this, this was actually packaged. Oh, geez, Louise. Five, six months ago. Wow. And it's been sitting there. So as it sits and some stuff sort of precipitates out and then you're left with this. You can smell the grapes right away. It's very fruity. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I love again. I feel like I'm I'm beating a dead horse here, but I always love when you guys send stuff or we talk about things that not only have I never had it before or had the same style before. I don't know what the hell it is. I have no idea what I'm about to to have a sip of here, uh, and that that's always intriguing to me. What we also did at the end to give it a little bit of sour and pucker, we blended in a little bit of sour work as well. Oh, wow, so yeah. Get, yeah, you totally you get, pick up on the sour. That's, man, that, that kind of, honestly, for me, it's like sour forward. Like the, one of the first things that I get is the sour, but you don't you don't get any of the essence kind of on the nose. But as soon as you have a sip, you feel a little bit of that sourness. And then it, it kind of like holds strong throughout. But yeah, it's very much, you get a little bit of that like rosé. And then you get a little bit of the beer vibes and you get the sour and you, that's a funky combo, man. Yeah, I think we, we talked about next year, we're, we're going to like dial the sour back a bit to let the, because when we first had it, the the grape character was really strong. And I think maybe we pushed it out a bit, which is unfortunate. I still really like it. I just think that a little less sour would have made it a little bit better. But being as this, this was really only the second full time we've done this. Um, last year was the first time we attempted it with the carbonic maceration. So figure by the third time we'll have it unlock and we're hoping um next year to go to the lcbo with it so that'll be exciting um but uh it's for like a summer deck beer it's so refreshing oh so, yeah it's it's hard to even really like label it as a as a beer for me on like it's it's this funny in between where you actually feel like you're drinking almost rosé wine but it is a beer like it's 6.6 percent. it's not like you're getting up there even into like the sangrias of the nine or ten or any of that stuff yeah, yeah it's we well it's it starts off really high. Like when we got it, it's up in uh, near the thirties with uh, or 24, 25 uh, Play-Doh with the, the, um, with the grape skins. But then we, we obviously water it back with wort and knock that down. And then to get it to 6.6, we, last year was even lighter, like five, but we thought, you know, more on the little elevated would help, you know, push it into a, like a higher echelon of your perception right. and like, so it, it takes a bit of massaging before we get the beer to exactly where we want it. Um, it takes a couple of kicks to the can. And um, we only do this once a year. It's, it's a bit of a labor to drive down to Niagara, load up stuff, and load up the grapes, and then drive it back. And you have to do it within a day or the grapes start to ferment. So we have to get down there, which it's a good 300 kilometers from here, load up the truck, drive it back. And this year, while we were driving back, the guy that was in the truck, he 
to slam on his brakes and the thing the the bins we had it and felt went forward and smashed out the back window of his truck (laughs) we were on the four we were on the 400 heading north and all of a sudden bang and the 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 glass just came splashing past us we're like so we had to tape up the back and still drive it back and get it in and i felt so bad for the guy you'll never forget this batch of the big pink you'll you'll never (laughs) the labor that went into it the effort the time the broken glass the shards thankfully the glass didn't make it into the actual wine itself and the grapes but uh but yeah the idea of uh of being able to produce something so unique is is fun now i want to ask you here on the way out because this is such a fun combination and it's so different than anything i've had before honestly name for me something that is so off the wall in terms of a combination with beer that you guys might have looked at whether it be a tequila type of thing or if it's a, like something that's a different type of drink a spirit or whatever and you've looked at it and been like Oof, yeah no i don't think we can do that I, you know what i don't know like this is we, we we approach it you know always from a beer standpoint first i mean we've used bourbon barrels we've used tequila barrels yep We've mimicked mojitos, we've mimosas, done it with wine. I don't think there's anything that necessarily we've been apprehensive about. I'm trying to think of things that we've done. I feel like I should be drinking this out of a champagne glass, almost like we did with the uh, Tropical Storm mimosa. Yeah, I I mean, I think it would look wonderful in a glass like that as it effervesces and you sort of see the bubbles come up and in the color alone, like that beautiful pink color it's just yeah. wonderful it, it very much looks like a rosé uh last year we used some barrels that had a little bit more funky beer in it and this year we wanted to not so that's why we used straight kettle sour because we didn't want it to be wanted it to be more approachable because sometimes funk flavors like brett or any of the other bacteria can be intimidating to people right. and we wanted this beer to be sort of an exciting but middle like most people can enjoy it without being scared off by these weird flavors. So we went with, you know, <laughs> this isn't a weird enough, but to keep it straight middle of the road without the Brett and the other funky stuff. So again, a little bit of tweaking and massage. And I think by next year we'll have it exactly where we want it. Well, it's awesome. I highly recommend it. People can go to sawdustcitybeard.com and get themselves the big pink. Again, uh, it's unique. It's fun. It's different. And it looks beautiful as well and it'll shock you when you open up the package that you get from Sada city beer you'll do the same thing as me you'll go what the hell is that thing and then when you take a sip like i just did five minutes ago you go oh okay yeah now now i get it okay good to know so uh that is sam corbet i'm marshall ferguson looking forward to bringing you more from sawdust city beer right here on our cfp youtube channel for now thank you for watching and have yourselves a great night cheers sam